lot of people that preach messages or give devotions by way of an acrostic. And I haven't done that very often. I should probably do it more often because I remember doing one on love. L-O-V-E. And the kids seem to never forget it. But anyway, we have... I'm going to do one tonight on the word thank. We have a whole lot to be thankful for. You can turn to Romans 6.17 and I'll be in a few places, but we'll start there and I'll be there in just a second. But it's a, we should be thankful always. We're, 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 how can we not be thankful people as children of God? It's a, it's a really great time for a witness of what true thankfulness is right now. It's, it's a time that we always seem every year to stop and just meditate on counting our blessings and, and those things we have to be thankful for. When, when, thing, when everything can seem to be going wrong, there's always something to be thankful for with a God like we have. So, so as we think about this word, thank, or giving thanks... For tea, how about testimony? Aren't you thankful to have a testimony in the Lord Jesus Christ? Romans 6.17 says, But God be thanked that ye were servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. 1 Thessalonians 2.13 says, For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. We have a testimony of being saved from all of our sins. Isn't it wonderful to have a testimony? We can just stop and thank God for that very fact. The fact that we have a testimony that we've been saved from the penalty of sin. Not only that, but we're being saved through our struggles. They're of sin. There's going to be struggles throughout this life. But there's something to be thankful for in that testimony. The end of Romans 7, starting in verse 24 Paul says, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So with the mind I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh the law of sin. The struggles we have with sin, we can overcome them by depending upon the Lord Jesus Christ and not ourselves. What a great testimony as we go through life and this happens to us. So testimony is something definitely to be thankful for. We should testify of our testimony. Just like the blind man in Matthew uh, chapter 9, who I'm, I'm sorry, John chapter 9, who washed in the pool of Siloam, and he said, one thing I know, that whereas I was blind, now I see. Praise God that you and I have that spiritual testimony that we were blinded by sin, but now we can see. We should testify of this. The world needs this message. It's something for us to be thankful for. It's something we should do. The 107th Psalm and the second verse says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Praise God. We have, we should have a heart full of thankfulness 
because we have a testimony that we were once someone else, but now we have been changed. We have been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. What something to be thankful for a testimony. But not only that, when we go to H, how about heaven? How about being thankful for heaven? John, in, in the book of John, Jesus says in 14.3, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Praise God that Jesus ascended to heaven after the cross, after his 40 days on this earth, and he went up and he prepared a place for you and I. You and I have a place waiting for us in heaven. That's something we can thank God for through anything we can be thankful that we are already citizens of heaven did you know that the bible says in ephesians 3 20 that our conversation is in heaven that means our citizenship you just think you're a citizen of humble or kingwood or porter or something like that your citizenship is in heaven already thank god for that not only for that but i i'm thankful for heaven because there's no pain, there's no suffering, there's no sorrow, there's no more sin when we get to heaven. You've all heard the first, but, but let's just, just stop and get a heart full of thankfulness as we consider that God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Thank God for heaven. Thank God that we're going there. Thank God that we know that we're going there and nothing can interrupt that. Wow. Well, how about when we go to A, how about appearance? Appearance. I'm talking about the appearance of our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you think about that? Do you do you love that? Because when Paul was writing to Timothy, he said, Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them that love His appearing. I can't wait to see my Lord Jesus Christ. I can't wait for that appearance. We can be thankful that that appearance is going to happen one day and you and I are going to come face to face with our Lord Jesus Christ. Never turn away from Him. You have nothing ever to be ashamed of. He will never let you down. And one day, you be faithful to Him. He's going to be faithful to you. And one day, there's going to be that very fullness of the presence of the Lord when we're with Him and see Him. I'm, I'm thankful for that, and, and I know you are too. But let's con before we leave that thought, let's continue with this, with this thing that we're being thankful for, and that is seeing the presence of our Lord, seeing Him face to face, because the Bible says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with them. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, 
with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Comfort one another with these words. Be thankful for the fullness of the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ that you're going to come in contact with, that you're going to see one day. Uh, we can be thankful for appearing. But not only that, when we go down to in, how about neighbors? How about neighbors the way the Bible talks about neighbors? When the Bible talks about a neighbor, he's talking about everyone that we come across in life. We should be thankful for this. For, for, for people in life, I, they're an opportunity. It's an opportunity to love as you consider neighbors. We can be thankful that there are people out there that, that don't know love, that don't know God's love. And you and I have an opportunity to love them. We can be thankful for neighbors. Listen to what, to what happened here in Matthew chapter 22. And I'm going to start in verse 34. It says, but when the Pharisees had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they were gathered together. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. We have an opportunity to love those that we come across. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. I just want you to stop and think. I don't need to list them. You think about those ten commandments. And from those branch a whole lot of other laws of God. But if you love the Lord your God and you love your neighbor, you've, you've got the commandments. If you allow God to love through you and love someone else, it's going to be really hard to break those commandments. We can be thankful for neighbors. It's an opportunity to love. But not only that, it's an opportunity to lead others to salvation. That's why we can be thankful for neighbors in second Corinthians chapter five, it says that we have been given the ministry of reconciliation to go out with this message. Be ye reconciled to God. The most wonderful thing that will happen in your Christian life after trusting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior is to lead someone else. To salvation. We can be thankful for neighbors because it's an opportunity to love. It's an opportunity to lead them through the Lord. As I thought about, as I thought about that point, I thought about Jason leading Gregory to the Lord in Awana last Wednesday night. And then he goes home and his wife Kristen is saved as he's given testimony about leading, about leading Gregory to the Lord. I, I, I can't imagine how full he was. His cup must have been running over. We can be thankful for neighbors. We can be thankful for the opportunity that we have to lead others to the Lord Jesus Christ. And K, thank 
So we're, we're, we're down to K. How about knowledge? I'm thankful we've come to the knowledge of the truth. That's what a man said at the villas a while back. I have, I've had no idea what his spiritual condition or position is. And I've, and I've talked to him and just haven't got much out of him. And he said, well, I, I, I understand when I was younger, I didn't come to the knowledge of the truth. But now I hear the word of God and I've come to that knowledge. By the word of God, we come to that knowledge that, that we're sinners. Paul said, I had not known sin except, except for the law. I had not known that lust was sin, except the law said, thou shalt not covet. We can be thankful for the word of God that has let us know we're sinners. Not only that, we can be thankful for the knowledge of the word of God because it lets us know the penalty of sin. That penalty is death. We can be thankful for knowledge of the word of God because it lets us know that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Peter says we're saved by the word of the Lord. I've heard testimonies of salvation before, and and I'm not saying I'm sitting up here to be the sharpest critic ever, but I'm listening for what the word of God says. We're saved by the word of the Lord. People give testimonies of what they're saved from and how they're saved from it, and it has nothing to do with the shed blood of Jesus Christ and them coming with their sins to be forgiven of their sins. And the word of God gives us that the word of God gives us the knowledge that we need to be able to be saved. We come to that. Now, we come to a place of faith by what the word of God gives us. So in thinking about this, you and I have a whole lot to be thankful for as children of God. And and however you would like to give thanks to God, you just we're going to start that right now and. And you just go ahead and praise your heart, praise your God with all your heart tonight.